Do you hear that? What is that? It's... Oh, no. Are they here? They're here. They're here. Everybody, honey, hide. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> Who are you? It's the tide. The dismal tide. Uh, an article from the National Review. Um, oh, we are fourth. But I wonder if that's somehow... Um, Considering, like, I've searched for other things. For, I, I wonder if... Let me do it in an uh, incognito window. Yeah, check that out in an incognito window. Let's see, let's see what yeah, we got. Let's see, let's see what we got. You're still coming in number four if you search the Dismal Tide in an incognito window. So Interesting. You do... Uh, there can't be that many fucking podcasts with our name. Like, I can't... What do we got to do? I, I I wish that there was like I have no I don't even care. I, I I unless that we got like bought up by a bigger podcasting company. I like what 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 would anybody need to search us up for? Like I do not care about our search and you remember we live with Bilal and he was constantly trying to give us like tips on how to grow the show and we was just like every single one of them was just like this sucks. I don't want to do that. Yeah, the the way to grow the show is to um spam everything. Is no, it's to be popular on Twitter and have friends who are also popular on Twitter. That is how that is how you get a successful podcast. If we wanted to grow the podcast, we would just both have to be uh, very, very diligent on going to all of our friends already with podcasts that we like and getting guest spots on their podcast. Us going on other shows would grow the show, inarguably. Yeah, but uh, we don't have that many friends with shows these days. No, yeah. Not that we're doing them that often, you know. No. Mostly because it's a loser's game. It even is. If you're, even if you're good at it, even if people like your show, uh, to keep it going, um, it takes a long time. It takes a lot, I... It's a lot of effort. And you might think, oh, uh, what, what are you doing except for just talking to the microphone? The, the actually good shows, like, have something going. Like, there's like a, you know... They have, they have a plan. They like, you know, it's like, uh, it's like what they say about, um, you know, uh, like stand up comedy where it's just like, you know, it takes a lot of practice to look like you're just ha- you're, like, you're, like you're just talking. Yeah. I'll give a lot you of pra- I, I yeah. kind of want to start doing a gambling show. Like I want, I want to, the guy, it's very funny. I've started recording by the way. I, Lord knows when we're going to actually start the episode proper, but um, yeah, I, w- I want to do a gambling show once a week with Ryan. I think that would be fun. Uh, is this anything that I think Ryan is interested in or that I've talked to him about? Absolutely not. It's just well, whenever I see him put his gambling picks up in the chat, I go like, I think it'd be fun to do an hour on YouTube. Well, number one, um, Ryan's catchphrase is so, so good. That is baseball world? No, uh, gambling is a weapon and I'm going to wield it. That's a good uh, – I, I – I also like how he just pointed it. It's a baseball world. We're just living in it. <laughs> That's what the, it, it is, um, to an extent. It's a baseball. Like I, I'm, I, I too am a baseball fan. I'm not noticing all of the. Uh, I'm blind to the baseball world mostly just because I've, uh, um, 
I'm only like 60% interested. I know the Mets have signed uh, Justin Verlander. Welcome to New York, Kate Upton. You, you guys know what I'm talking about. All these, all, all my fellow Maxim subscribers out there. <laughs> Hot 100. Nailed on, Hot 100. Perennial nailed, spot. Nailed, <laughs> nailed on. Let me, all right, let's look Let's look up the Maxim Hot 100. Okay. Do you think it still exists? Yeah. What's, or, or, uh, oh, Meet the women of 2022. World's sexiest woman, Paige Spiranak. Okay. Is she I'm sexy, showing, Mike? I'm showing my age by Can never you your hearing screen? of Paige Spiranak. Can you share your screen? I, don't, I feel like you can't. I got to go into like preferences to allow you to do that. Yeah, well, I can, I can, I can send you the link to the Maxim Hot 100 if you'd like. <laughs> Please I can do. post that. I'm posting the link to the Maxim Hot 100 in the Zoom. Um, let me see here. <laughs> it's just really funny. Me to everyone. Maxim.com <laughs> slash tag slash hot 100. All right. Paige Spiernak, you're absolutely right. Wow, she, she looks hot. It's hard to argue. But where's the, I just want a list. I just want like we a simple, slideshow We list. simply got to give it up for Paige Spiernak. Uh, I I think that my friend Richie, who we end up talking about on the show as like a totem for right-wing beliefs, I use him for that a lot. I think that he thinks I talk about him on the show. Like, like I'm talking shit about him on the show because as we've discussed a while ago, like I don't tell anybody in my life that I have a podcast. Uh, you said this to me like four or five years ago. Just like if we need to get our friends to listen to the podcast, like we're fucked already. Yes. So your friends will your friends will never respect you. So I have gone aggressively the other way, where not only do I not like ask my friends to listen, I also don't even fucking tell them that I do a show. Like if you find out on your own, that's fine. But every once in a while, he wants to come over and like hang out and like smoke a joint, and I gotta tell him I'm doing something. So he knows I have a podcast, and he loves to talk. He's one of the people in my life who's talked to me about Joe Rogan multiple times, and like. I gotta be I, like the one day in the Dismal Tide Discord. I was asking people, "Do you have people in your life who try and like tell you how not bad or like good that they find Joe Rogan like?" And they have talking points on this. How many people in your life do this? And nobody in the chat said a word. Do you know how many people in my life have like sat down and given me like twenty minutes to a half an hour on like the stuff about Rogan that people misunderstand and the good stuff about Rogan? Do you know how many people in my life have done that to me, Mike? Uh, I, I have my suspicions, but I'll tell you, this is what I said. I said this, I had a, a thought yesterday or two days ago where I'm just like, you know what I kind of miss about working in like suburban New Jersey is that you'll, you'll hear someone give like a benign, stupid opinion that just like is so, like that just sucks so bad. Um, just someone you're just like standing there having a conversation and someone goes, well, you know, the Dunkin' Donuts has the best coffee though. And like three other people just agree. And you're just like, I can't believe this. That happens and every like, day. Especially because I work with kids. Kids have the worst opinions on everything. They do. But, but it's when, when you're, when you're speaking to uh, like adults, you know, uh, and um, the, like it, it, it's, you know what I found people. now that I'm back in New Jersey is that not really like that happens plenty, 
But the one that I find myself calling people on all the time, because I've become that guy, I can't just listen to you, but the, the, the people who either try and see, like, something shitty happens, I'll use, like, the worst possible one, the, or the most dramatic one would be, like, the Colin Kaepernick thing, and where, where he, like, didn't get signed, like, obviously the old Colin Kaepernick thing. But then it's the people who see something like that and they explain to you in great detail why actually that's a decent business decision. Listen, I might not agree with it, but I do see where they're coming from. I get fucking so much of that down here. And it's like Richie's one of my close friends, so I give it to him the hardest, honestly. Where I was just like, why do you have to give it to him? Why? Like, what do I give a... F- the one time him specifically explaining Colin Kaepernick, he was like, is it a shitty thing? Yeah, but, like, there's a lot of people that agree with the other side of it, so I understand not signing him as a business decision. And I just be like, who fucking cares about business decisions? Why do you have the, to sympathize uh, with these people? The, the Darren Ravel angle. Right. Why do you fucking care about every... And that's... And it's not just him, because I have a feeling he's going to start listening to these. And I definitely... I love the man. I, I, I don't want this to be a me bagging on him. He just, you know, is the guy in my life that appears on the other side of this argument the most. Um, but there are plenty of them. You know, you, you got to give it to him. Gotta, you know, it might have been a bad album, but you got to – it's just like everybody down here loves to give props for what? Even if you hate it, dude, you got to respect it. And I've been trying so hard to get that out of people. And it honestly just makes me look like a prick. People would just be like, he's so negative. He doesn't, like, fucking... And I'm like, I'm not. You're just way too easy to please or cow or that, whatever. Before I moved away, this would happen at, like, family parties all the time where I would just constantly be get accused of being negative. I get and I'm just And time. I'm just like, I am not. I'm like, how am I the only person here who has a negative opinion about All Summer Long by Kid Rock? And just like this does not make me a negative person. The disturbed song for me was a big. Uh, I'm like, uh, excuse me. I'm like, I'm like, have you been like for the amount that I drink? Have none of you ever heard me say something positive about anything? Have never none of you ever had me back you into a corner and talk about uh, uh, the hold steady <laughs> for an hour? And just like, and I'm a negative person. I yeah, I just uh, arguing with everybody that I just not. The, I mean, it was about the disturbed cover of. Uh, what what song was that? What song? Silence. Silence of Silence. Thank you. Yeah, I argued with so many people in my life about that. It's like, yeah, you know what song? Because that was they, well, me and you have talked about this on the show. There was like, I, there was somebody I worked with where I would just say disturbed. I would like elbow somebody next to me, and I was like, I can get him to say Sound of Silence. And I was like, yeah, I mean, like there's a couple bands I listen to like in college that I don't listen to anymore. Like Disturbed is one of them. This and that. And then you can just count backwards from five, and they'll go. I mean, you know, disturbed, whatever. But like, you know what? That one song they have, "Sound of Silence," actually pretty fucking good. If you're a white guy over fifty, I I can get you to say that. You know, um, I, I said that to my uh, to my dad, and uh, when he said it organically, um, as like like you know like you know everyone does and and i said i'm just i played him the video that you sent me of when you recorded a a group of 50 year old 50 plus year old men uh discussing how that song's actually pretty good and he's just like all right i'm i'm embarrassed now i'm just like no no no, it's not your fault i'm just like you're genetically preconditioned (laughs) to believe this i gotta find that video i gotta dig that up it was like three guys i worked with and i just like 
I do remember it because I just, like I said, I could get anybody to say it if you're in the demographic. So, yeah, I just dropped it and then I hit record. And I, I don't know how long I had to wait for them to actually start talking about it, but it wasn't long. Um, I found, uh, I, I, I picked a, a year where I thought, uh, like, uh, where taste wouldn't be very good. And, uh, I pulled up, uh, the Maxim Hot 100, 2008. Eight. Okay. That's a little, I would like you to roll that back a little bit. Cause I, I think that Maxim, when we were in high school, it was huge, but it was not big when we were college age. In 2008, we were in, uh, I think I was a sophomore in college. I'd like to see like 2005. Um, this this list, like obviously, like in Jessica a lot of ways, Alba, so, the Jessicas. Some, uh, there, one of the Jessicas uh, cracks the top ten. That's two. Would you like to hear? Would you like to hear the top ten in 2008? Right. In 2008. Uh, is Kaylee Cuoco one of them? Kaylee Cuoco is not. Although I imagine she shows up near the top is of the list Adriana once you get into like Lima? 2013. Um, no, I think we might have passed Adriana Lima's peak at this point, Kate but Upton. I bet around 2005, she's right up there. Um, no, I think this also predates Kate Upton. Okay, let's hear some. So we got, um, uh, number one, uh, Marissa Miller, who was, oh, uh, who was a Sports Illustrated, uh, uh, yeah, uh cover those, model, as, those I, as those I recall. That introduction. Like, absolutely, yeah, uh, just move on. Yeah, Scarlett uh, Johansson, uh, Jessica Biel, uh, Ava Longoria, Sarah Michelle Geller. Still going in 2008. Uh, and then, like, one of my favorite um, sort of, like, morons uh, dream girl, uh, Alicia Cuthbert. <laughs> like, yeah. there's something that's, like, her name on a list, of just, like, immediately makes me picture a certain kind of guy. It very much <laughs> dates it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like, Lindsay Lohan. Like, very half just, like, who's who's the hottest girl you know? 2008, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, my God. Hayden... I looked at the list now. Thirteen Hayden Pantier, another perfect yeah. name like that. <laughs> yeah, um, Hayden Pantier uh, outranking Beyonce. <laughs> Hayden Pantier thirteen, Beyonce fourteen, and Rihanna. Rihanna's and, fifteen. And, um, Hillary Duff in a twenty-five. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, uh, th- this is th- this is like a- approaching middle-aged man opinion. Be like, you should see Hillary Duff now. Actually, she's you know better than ever. Better than ever. Um, You're getting a little feedbacky there. Make sure oh, hang none of your uh, wires are touching anything metal or anything. And my guitar only sounds out of tune because I've got I'm tuned down to I'm tuned to a whole step down, and my guitar's not really made for that. And it buzzes a lot. What other super dated names are on here? Number twenty four, Avril Lavigne. Like, come on. I like that they they got the entire cast of the OC on here. Number twenty eight is Rachel Bilson. Number twenty one is. No, no. Amber Heard is number twenty-one. Somewhere on there was the other one from uh, Misha Barton, number twenty-two. Well, some some of the names on here, just like the some like the, the things that have happened, like um, you know, Amber Heard is on there at twenty-one. Once you get to like the twenties and the thirties, this is basically just the publicist competition. Because like you, yeah. I, I'm sorry, and she's a very beautiful woman, and I have nothing against her personally. And she, she's, you know, now I've gotten that all out of the way. Like Drew Barrymore. In two thousand eight, like, come on. Drew Barrymore seems uh, cool, but she seems but yeah, very at, cool. At the, I guess. Um, we got uh, Drew Barrymore would call me negative if she heard my opinions on things. She would be Drew, one of those uh, people that would call me negative. But Drew Barrymore probably Drew Barrymore, I I, I bet has excellent taste. I bet I, if you went over Drew Barrymore's <laughs> house for dinner, 
the music that she'd be playing would be good. I yeah, I think it would be a wonderful time as well. I don't think you would have to be like, what the fuck is she doing with this? Yeah, no, I I, I agree with that. But I I mean, is she one of the hottest one hundred people on the planet in two thousand eight? Like, it's hard to say that anybody. Like, it was Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes is on the list. Um, She's number forty six. Like, come on. <laughs> All right, I've pulled up. I pulled up 2003. Okay, let me uh, hold on. Let me get that up here too. This list is so good. Oh, instantly. I want to. I want to. I want to guess some of them. I mean, Number, again, I want. I want to go to just the classics like Carmen Electra. First of all, this. Yeah. Okay. Pam this, Anderson. You, uh, yeah, all right. So, number one, I already don't uh, – I should say number one before saying that there's also a number one on the list. Um, there, There's multiple people on this list who I have absolutely no idea who they are despite being a teenage boy at the time, which is which is really funny. <laughs> oh, I just brought the list up. This is really good. Number one, Christina Aguilera. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> number two, Shania Twain. <laughs> Again, this list is just a publicist composition. This this kicks ass. I don't um, know, even know who number three is. Kristana Loken. I gave her a click. I clicked her name and it said page not found. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. She's, she's Yo, been memory hold by no one knows. I bet, Absolutely I bet no one has ever heard of this woman. A smoke show, but she's not on the internet anymore. Number four, Charlie's Angels. All three of them. <laughs> Was that Drew Barrymore again? So Drew Barrymore is one third of fourth place, yeah. Okay. So collectively, she is. Uh, uh, they are stronger together, um, like, like we all are. <laughs> so it's Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu, and uh, Drew Barrymore, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, and that's number three. That's number three. Um, oh, no, that's it, number four. But um, but which, by the way, if you want to include all of them, if you do it like the golf way, that mean that means that like number fifth, fifth place isn't actually fifth; it's eighth, um, <laughs> or seventh rather, because it, yeah, four, five, four, five, and six would be um, accounted for. Uh, for for the three way tie. Yeah, so uh, Jennifer Lopez is actually number seven. If you want to talk about it that way, um, uh, I really Giselle's, go ahead. Giselle is on there. We know Great her. Stuff. She's single, fellas. Damn. <laughs> I bet I bet you're going to see her husband. You're going to go see her uh, her her estranged husband. Oh my god. I can't wait he's to shout at that he's fucking a, loser. He's a football player as I recall. I have to I'm putting my guitar down number 1 because it doesn't sound very good coming through the microphone and it's also really uncomfortable the way that I'm sitting. So I'm moving the lower microphone down so I can focus more on the Maxim Hot 100. Would you care to guess what, what the last year they did the Hot 100 was? They did it this year. I just Are looked. They, you, okay, I just looked up the uh, 2022 Hot 100. I mean, it was like list. it's like the hot. I I was just I I had just pulled it up. I had it in front of me. I sent you the list. No, that was 2008. You sent me. No, I just I sent you I. Did I? Oh, I found it though. Hold on. <laughs> I was just trying to like. Well, also, by the way, because it's um, because of political correctness, and because of the times, uh, these women are not ranked. <laughs> so that's that. Okay. That's. Um, Can I get them in a list form, though? Maxim has put together a the Hot 100 list, but it is not 
male gazy. It is a bit, but <laughs> it's it it's mostly just like um, uh, talking about. Um, it, it, it's just like a, a sort of like one paragraph explanation of like their careers. It's not enough to just be hot. You gotta have uh, you gotta have um, you gotta have something going for you. But where does that leave room for the stupid hot women? I ask. This is discriminatory against women with no career whatsoever. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just scrolling through the 2022 Hot 100. Uh, don't have time for your nonsense over there. Your shenanigans. Just looking at hotties. Oof. There's a sports category. This is so stupid. This is so fucking dumb. I used to look at this shit when I was a kid. Like, for sure. There's a, I'm looking at, it's not the sports cat, it's the fit and fabulous category. Uh, I've closed it all in a, in a fit of disgust. It's gotta be hard to put together the maximum hot, imagine the, you think, you think, um, they have like consultants there, like. Like who, the uh, like? Do you think there's like guys who worked at Maxim in 2003 that are still around and they just have to like? They're like, we got to put together the Hot 100, and the, like just like a really sweaty guy is just like, I I got some ideas, and they got to spray him with a hose. <laughs> they use that they use that can of like a behavior corrector that you use to like if your cat starts like scratching at the couch and you yeah, it just smells really bad. <laughs> you put it on his mouse. Uh, yeah, in two thousand, in like the early two thousands and the nineties, when they first started these lists, there it was like a room of bros just like hashing it out. Now I bet it's put together by some sort of algorithm, you know, some sort of like searches and YouTube and all that kind of shit. Like they have all that factored in. There's no human involvement anymore. They're not staffing somebody to do this anymore. He's like, listen, somebody's going to – we'll give you the list. You do the write-ups. we got 40 writers doing the write-ups. 2002 <clears throat> is an interesting time. When, when do we get the Jessicas involved? Jessica Simpson, Jessica Alba, Jessica Peel. I think that – I don't – yeah, I got I to gotta keep clicking around. I keep going further back just to see what was going – because, like, this is – 2002, obviously. Uh, 2002 um, – the we are a country in mourning. <laughs> yeah, what hotties are gonna pull us back from the brink? What smoke shows will remember? Will make us forget what happened that day? Uh, well, so so as as like the national conscience is sort of fucked up, uh, and and so we were picking uh women who made us feel comfortable and who made us feel safe. Um, <laughs> and as and and as such, the number the hottest woman in the world, two thousand two was Jennifer Garner. Okay. The alias, yeah. Wait, um, was that show out by then? I don't know if it was. I guess it was. Alias IMDb. Jennifer Garner seems nice. All of her like uh like cooking content and shit. Series started in 2001, so yeah, you're right. She seems fine. There's a there's a a clip of her from a very old Conan correcting his grammar, and she was wrong about it. And he laughed, in her <laughs> and he laughed in her face about it, like in a very uh, Conan like stand up kind of like, "Ha ha, got you!" 
uh, kind of way. Number two, Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> okay, of a time. Of a time. What uh, year, three, did, what year no. did Bring It On come out? Was that 2002, I guess? 2001? Number three, yeah. Beyonce. Uh, number four, Tara Reid. Okay, yeah, that's over time. This The shine was not off the apple. What year is this, 2002, you said? Tara Reid. Tara, I, I think there's a quote from her when she got like the, the botched uh, breast augmentation, and I think there was a quote where she said, I'll never be perfect again. And look, I'm not <laughs> saying... <laughs> It's look, obviously if something like paying a lot of money for a surgery that fucks you up, like that can't be good for you emotionally. But it's but like the phrasing there is like naturally funny. Number thirty eight, Carla Gugino. Um the only probably the only person on any of these lists that I've ever met. Uh met or been in the same room as? Uh, no, met Drew she was Barrymore a was at my uh Drew Barrymore and a couple of the people, if I scroll down far enough, from the old job. Uh, no, she was a customer at the wine shop. Mm, that's right. I'm trying to unless, find Tara think, Reed. Let's see. if Unless Rhea Perlman's on this list, who I've also <laughs> I really don't think that Rhea Perlman <laughs> was on the year 2000. Think of what she looked like in Cheers. And that was in the 80s. She's delightful. Um, what else we got here? But uh, I, again, Laura Prepon on the list. She's a real card in that show. Cheers. She's not delightful in that show. Cheers. She's constantly giving it to the guys. How far back do we have to go before number one is Carmen Electra? What's the first year of this? Uh some of the nineties, I imagine. Beyonce always right up to uh, right up at the top there. Oh boy, Tara Reid in two thousand one, and then moving into two thousand two. This is the this is her like rise to fame. This is the peak. In two thousand one, she started just visiting, which I've never heard of. But then she was in Josie and the Pussycats, and then and then two thousand one, American Pie two. So she's swinging up because American Pie 2 is huge. Then we get National Lampoon's Van Wilder even higher. And that's and then her in 2003, she goes to My Boss's Daughter, which was like peak her just being a hottie. Like, I don't think she had to do anything else but be a hottie in that one. And then that was pretty much it. That was where it ended. Because, I mean, after My Boss's Daughter in 2003, Knots, never heard of it. Quintuplets TV series, never heard of it. Scrubs, she was in one episode. She was in, like, a half a season. The second Crow movie and in Incubus. Like, is that the movie Incubus or Incubus music video? If I had known 710 Split, Unnatural... Like, she was toast. She had four movies. Oh, boy. she I forgot she was in The Big Lebowski in 98, though. Well, she's... I mean, she's good in that. She doesn't yeah. have much to do, but Nin- she she but she does it well. Who had it better than Tara Reid between the years of 1998 and 2002? Who had it better? Nobody. 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 You know, she was right to say like that that she'd never be perfect again. Like she was, she she knew she knew she understood well why she, she was popular. Lose. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Julia Stiles, number 16, didn't actually talk to Julia Stiles, but she was also in the store. 
What year is this running, again? I was running around moving. I was running around moving boxes, and I missed Julia Stiles. And people told me that she was there after after she left. And like, you got to tell me earlier. You're looking at 2002. I'm looking at 2001. Uh, Julia Stiles also in the um, delightful uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. Is it the best romantic comedy of all time? It's right up there. It's right up there. 1996, Maxim Hot 100. Oh, got to try that again. Oh, I don't know if they have this here. I don't see 1996. Maybe it doesn't go that far back. 1999, Maxim Hot 100. There we go. Do you think that they went back? Like, Maxim went back in, like, 2009 when they realized, like, just how ubiquitous the internet was? you think the Maxim people went back and were like, we gotta put all our old uh, issues online? We need to... Uh, cement this thing in permanence, you know, in the, in the cloud. I, I I have a feeling all the writers from the old Maxim back in the days when men were men were just like, don't you fucking dare ever put any of these old Maxims on the internet. Like, I will, like, let them sit there and rot on a shelf. Let it die where it belongs. Don't you ever, I have a family. <laughs> don't you fucking dare. Uh, yeah. 1999, all right? Number one, Jennifer Lopez, well-deserved. Number two, Tyra Banks. Number three, Selma Hayek. What are these tags for? Okay, never mind. Number four, Pam Anderson in 1999. Number five, Monica Bellucci of The Matrix. Jenny McCarthy, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Halle Berry, Cameron Diaz, Angelina Jolie. That gets you to the 10. Carmen Electra, 12. 12. So maybe 1998 is what you're looking for. Man, that really does seem well, like... Well, th this is when there's still like a... a there, there's like holdovers from the 90s. So like like women that would get mentioned in like Wayne's World sketches. Like Yasmin Bleeth is here. <laughs> 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 yeah. So that oh well it is 1999 so uh, tr the, the 90s truly the last decade. Um, by the way, the, I found I didn't find the like Maxim specific list I found on famousfix.com. That's where I was. And, yeah. Okay, but what's what's interesting about this is that all of them are like present day pictures of all these women. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, famousfix.com. Yeah, it's all like 2020 pictures. Like Angelina Jolie is a she's a mother of three. She's a beautiful woman, but, like, that's the wrong picture. Yasmin Bleeth. Yeah, there she is. Oh, man. Heather – I got to look at the Heather Graham IMDb. What was her – Natalie Imbruglia, number 38. Heather Graham. In everyone wants to – you know what? This is this is, this is is equality, Brendan, because everyone likes to sit – like um, the, uh, the, the David Roth popularized – Let's remember some guys. How about let's remember some women? <laughs> yeah, I want to remember some ladies. I'm trying to remember some women. Is that okay? Are you allowed to do that? Is that okay? They don't want you to. Yeah, it that, depends on the woman. That's what they don't want you to do. Well, let me tell you something. I don't. I don't. 
care or give a shit, I'm, I'm going to remember some women. All right, and the- I and I'm going to remember. Um, hang on, let me pull up the list. It's only top fifty. Did they expand to one hundred in two thousand? Uh, Mike, you know I don't know. All right, all right, here we go. We there got... weren't 100 hot women in, in 1998. <laughs> we didn't have the... There they... was an explosion of hot women. They if, <laughs> if, they had, if they had to stretch this out, they would have had to get different binding for the magazine that was more expensive. We had to keep this simple staple style. We can't get glue involved or this our markup is down. Um, all right, Heather Graham. I've always had a great relationship with Maxim, especially when they named me number one on the Hot 100 two years in a row, says... Ava Longoria. All right, so we got Heather, Heather Graham in 1996 was in Swingers with Vince Vaughn, all right? That's the first big thing that I recognize her in. But then she goes on. She goes uh, 1996 to 1997. She's in Two Girls and a Guy, bang. Then Boogie Nights, huge. Then Scream roller 2. Girl. Then Scream 2. Uh, what did you say, Roller Girl? Yeah. I think that's a little later, but then Scream 2. I don't remember really Lost in Space, but then we take that takes you to nineteen ninety nine. Two years later, Austin Powers two. Career maker. Uh Bowfinger. What do we got next? From Hell she was in. Killing Me Softly. Anger Management. Uh and then she was and then by the time two thousand four had rolled around, she was doing arrested development and the, the shine had come off the apple a bit. But there was another five year stretch there where, you know, everybody everybody wants her. You see the face I've been making at you? No, since I'm you looking at the, the Heather Graham said, IMDb. Think, since you said I think Roller Girl was a little bit later, when that was her goddamn name in Boogie Nights, Brendan. Oh, I thought you were talking about a movie. No. You think in Roller Ball? Yeah. Let's remember some movies that also might might have women. I don't know if there's any women in Rollerball. <laughs> movies that might have women. <laughs> well, look at the screen behind you, Mike. What's on a, your television behind that's you? That's uh, the Woman King. <laughs> because I haven't actually – I turned my TV on but never actually uh, hit the home button on my Fios remote. So it's just letting me know about, other, the, about things I could watch. I will not. Someone sent me uh, another person in my right wing is fear. Sent me a clip today of these two guys talking about the WNBA, and the, the the WNBA players said they want the same share of the revenue that the men get. Um, you know, the same percentage of like the tickets and the gate and all that shit. And the two guys are just like, "Well, all right, math's pretty easy. Your league lost twelve million dollars last year, so you all owe the league eighty three thousand." And I was like, "Oh, oh no, this is a pretty disingenuous way to look at this." Yeah, you I, know, I don't know if I should keep watering the garden of this right wing of these people who just send me stuff, or I should just start ending it because I'm starting to hit an apex here where I have to start making some decisions. I can't just keep existing like this. Yeah, it's just a. <laughs> I think rather than arguing, you have to just be like, you know, this sucks, right? Like you have to like rather than just saying rather than being like well actually rather than like well actuallying them you just have to be like this this is boring this sucks I I don't I've, I don't just like I don't care this is boring I I do that to Richie now and I think he appreciates it a bit because he will just you know people who 
are this ingrained tend to just have like memorized bits that they have about people and once i notice i'm in it i'll just be like you're not gonna sit on my couch and talk to me about joe rogan again are you and you're just like what do you say to that you're gonna keep talking about joe rogan then no and you're just like ah you're right my bad i'm sorry we can move on I'm simply not going to get involved yeah, no, I, I, because I, I have done that a few times, and I do find that to be more effective than arguing with them. I was golfing with somebody once, and he, he's like just said socialism, and I just turned around and I was just like, "We're not doing politics this whole time, are we?" Because like that fucking sucks. I don't talk about politics with anybody anymore. He's like, "You don't talk about politics with anybody." Is like, ask anyone. I do not argue politics with anybody. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, I don't care. He's like, what do you mean you don't care? You don't care? And I was just like, this. I don't care about this. What we're doing right now, I don't care about. You're not going to change my mind. I'm not going to change your mind. Can we have a nice afternoon out and just shut the fuck up? Like, and, you yeah, know, what most is, what people gonna... go like, yeah, right. That's fine. There's a um, there's a fantastic scene in the movie uh, Triangle of Sadness that came out a few months ago um, where uh, – Woody Harrelson is the uh, is the the ship captain. It's it's this like outrageous luxury cruise, um, and um, of course it's uh, like all different kinds of like you know uh, from outright evil rich people to like benign evil rich people to like a boyfriend who's kind of there by mistake. Um, but there's like a basically like a Russian oligarch, um, and and Woody Harrelson just absolutely hammered sitting there uh, reading quotes about um, uh, about uh, communism versus capitalism to each other off their phones like just going just going back and forth um, like the, the like the extremely drunk Russian guy just being like like social communism works until you run out of other people's money Ronald Reagan just doing the, like but again, but actually, like looking down at their phones and then looking back up, just reading a page of quotes to each other, just like they were having fun with it. But the 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 miserable version of that is just being like, okay, okay. So what about um, you think you think it's good that they're just like letting people out of jail now? And then and then you have to say like, they're not just letting people out of jail now. Just like no, re- it's in the paper. Read it. Yep. Yeah, I'm not and like and, with that. and there's and it's in, and and you just go like this, like. You don't know what you're talking about, like, it, like it, 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 we're we're. I, I, if I even like engage, it, like if if I even accept this premise, I've already lost because now I'm in a position where I'm defending they're just letting people out of jail now. Yeah, no, I uh, I had one about what was it? Oh yeah, I I said something to a different guy about Mike Lindell. It's just like <laughs> a, a guy, and I think I only tried this because I assumed incorrectly that this was just a guy that everyone can feel comfortable dunking on. Like one in ten people will stand up to that, and I think that number's higher than one in ten. <laughs> um, yeah, and I three in ten, and he got me into that un- unfavorable position. Got me on my back foot by going like, "Well, have you actually listened to the shit that Mike Lindell is espousing?" And to which I was just like, if I'm answering honestly, have I listened to Mike Lindell talk about this for an hour? Have I, have no. I watched Mike Lindell's four-hour-long Stop the Steal video? Like, no. no, I have not done that. And he's like, so how do you know? And she's like, I mean, we have judges, and they have all disagreed. 
How do I know that the shrieking pillow salesman? Um, who? How, how? And then it's just that. You're just stuck there. You're just like, well, you haven't listened to him. How do you know what he's saying is wrong? You haven't looked at any of his data. How do you know what he's saying is wrong? No. Instead, I, instead the, the new party line is, you're, this is really boring. Why are we talking about this? This sucks. How are things at home? <laughs> right, for real. I love I I love how are things at home. <laughs> I just I. Well, I you do. know what I do. Whenever you come up with one of these fun little things that you like to do, I steal it and I just do it too. I've done it to so many of your little personality quirks. I've just taken them. <laughs> I do that. I, I use it on Twitter a lot. When anyone's like shrieking about something, just going like the just like how are things at home? Bad. Just like, just ask, how's the, yeah, anytime someone is just like way too mad about something, about like, like talking about, you know, uh, like uh, arguing that college students are grown men and that they need to work harder and just like, how's the family? How's, (laughs) how was your Thanksgiving? What do you got planned for the weekend, Brendan? I asked because I'm looking at the Momofuku noodle bar menu. I'm going to California. Oh, I've already. God damn it. Going to watch well, the 49ers play Tom Brady. You're going to go see our mutual friend Bilal. Do you know what I was doing when by asking you that? It was, um, ra- I, number one, instantly forgetting what you've told me you're going to do this weekend twice. That <laughs> you said from the second this conversation started that you were going to California. We had a conversation about it. Twice, two times. But but I did I did the thing. Um, by the way, and I, uh, I I like that I have I have you on my my left side monitor, so I can turn and I can do this condescending, condescending angle kind of thing, talk like this. And I can do that. That was pretty condescending. He just like jimmed uh, the other camera. He gave it a good gym face. I can I can look to the left, and I can do the. Uh, it's what it's what Stuart Lee has the side. Uh, camera on stage for what he refers to as the condescending low angle where he turns and bends over and talks down into the camera on the side of the stage and then turns back to the audience so he's like talking to the idiot at home and then back to the audience whom he respects um what a, but i did that i did the thing when when somebody asks you a question so that they can answer it what do you think well uh, what do you think about the situation in ukraine i'll tell you what i think Rather than just like because it's it, because it would be rude to just start talking about it, so you have to you have to get your foot in the door by asking someone else. But you don't have to listen. Is the thing. What do you got? What are you doing this weekend? I'll tell you what I'm doing. My uh my, uh, my mom's coming to the town. We're going to Momofuku Noodle Bar. Uh oh, that's that sounds very fun. Yeah, uh, her and my sister are coming up. We're gonna go on uh, on Saturday. We're gonna go see that damn tree. Have they met Jess? Yeah, a few times. I guess um, I shouldn't ask about your girlfriend on the podcast, actually. Uh, there's a lot of people named Jess, I suppose. There's a lot of people named Michael Johnson as well. So. <laughs> yeah. Also, she's like, got a pretty I, common I, last name on her too. I don't have. I don't have. Uh, I I don't have much to protect. Like, it, it's not like there, there's nothing that uh, uh, I suppose. Like in my, uh, it, it, you could probably find me like going in like slightly too hard on like, you know, during the. 2020 primary um but like the build-up to that um 
but uh but otherwise like i don't think there's anything that anyone would like find and like send to my boss uh i'm looking up michael johnson tweets got nothing for you it's all about the runner I'll tell you, he's Michael popular. Johnson, the runner, really has been soaking up all your people trying to stalk you on Facebook, and you, know, you re- really just just cloak of darkness for you from now on. <laughs> well, he's jimming the camera again, folks. He's making that face. I'm gonna j- <laughs> jim face so hard that I have to go to the hospital. <laughs> Oh, man. We've been talking about my little conservative sphere the other day. My buddy comes talks to me the other day. He's like, Brendan, listen, this might make you mad. I'm like, all right, here we go. Brendan, this might make you mad, but I heard a term for, like, super left dudes that I found to be – it's just so funny and so fucking perfect. And I'm going to tell it to you, and I'm sorry if it makes you mad. So usually when he has this much buildup, he's about to use a slur. Um, but he said, <laughs> so I was like ready to really, and he was just like, it's soy boy. Buddy, that's like 10 years old. Like, you're, that's yeah. so, oh, you're so behind. And he's like, it is, it is, it has been out in the universe for so long that me, the soy boys have picked it up and used it as armor. Like we laugh about it now. We, we do the soy face on purpose. And I was like, yeah, yeah I've, I've heard of, I'm a soy boy. You're right. You should have been saying this to me for years. This is uh, Elon Musk uh, just finding out about um, uh, Reddit memes from 2010. Oh, my God. I He's the worst thing that's happened to Twitter in a while, and not even because he's changed it. Because like I said in like the Dismal Tide Discord a few days ago, like I really have not – it is not – his nonsense has not affected my life at all just yet. I scroll the exact same way. People just talk about him more. But, like, I have looked at clicked on him, tweets and replies, just, like, scroll through him. It fucking sucks. And he's, like, I don't know how you, if you were, like, an Elon stan and I just opened my phone and went to his Twitter account and just gave you the phone and said, here, just start reading these. Like, how long do you think you'd have to read them before you had second thoughts? Because it's it's really hard. It's terrible. It that shit sucks. And like we're not breaking any new ground by saying that. No. But like, but like for me, it's just like Kanye West is a controversial figure these days. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Absolutely right. However, his final tweet before getting suspended again was that picture of. Elon Musk looking like a condom full of walnuts being sprayed by a hose on a boat. <laughs> and if you like if if you're big into Elon's sort of like alpha mindset and this <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been laughing at condom full of walnuts sprayed that's with the, the hose. Like the, very com- hard. Comedian Dana Gould described himself <laughs> looking that way uh years ago when he complained about his wife taking a picture of him shirtless from behind on the beach <laughs> but which by the way i would be upset about too it was like he was walking his, his daughters to the ocean and they t- she took a picture of him doing it and he's just like oh this sucks he's like this is so bad um in any case 
Um, if I looked like that, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with looking like that, you know, um, unless you were trying to breed a race of supermen, <laughs> in which case you cannot look like that. If I were the richest man on earth, I would look like fucking Derwin James. I would be I would be lifting Travis Kelsey above my head if I had $150 billion or whatever. I would be a recluse. Nobody would get a picture of me. I'd be like I would be I would find a way. I'd be the most I would also be the most hated man in America because I would find a way to play in the NFL even though I obviously <laughs> didn't need the money. I would but I I would be I would be able to like I would I would find technology that would uh th that I could lift weights so effectively that I would be actually bulletproof. I would not look like that. I wouldn't be posting about how much testosterone rocks if I looked like a fucking melted candle. Yeah. He's got nothing but time and opportunity. There's no way you can say that Elon Musk is too busy to work out. Right, not given how much he fucking tweets. He's yeah, I know. He doesn't uh, like, do anything I, except tweet, which is like the thing that makes me the most mad. Like he's it, supposed to be the smartest guy in the world. All he does is sit there and again put yeah, like well documented, bad old memes. Like that's it. That's all he's got. If you can't run a five k in under a half hour, I don't want to hear it. If you can't do. What what do you th what, what do you think the maximum amount of push-ups Elon Musk can do is in one go? Can he do thirty? Mm, no, thirty's thirty gets hard. Thirty, yeah. Once you hit twenty, it's it gets pretty. You tough. gotta you have to do it semi regularly. You gotta like you gotta actually like you need like six weeks, eight weeks of doing push-ups a lot to get to thirty. I think I get to thirty right now, Mike. Well, you, you, you have a physical job. You lift, lift children. I don't do anything, Mike. You're, you're out of that. You're out of that game. You're, you're, uh, uh, you're, my, my like deadlifting kids is really reduced. Moved, the group moved upstairs. <laughs> I mean, yes, in a way, I have as well. The group <laughs> that I spend the most time with, uh, their schedule works out in a way that I am not. I don't really have to lift them anymore. It's fallen to other older people that are fucking falling apart. <laughs> I had this guy came to me the other day at work and he was just like listen man if you ever get a moment and you're on bars with these guys would you mind just like grabbing them on these clear hips cause like my forearm like I can't even grab them anymore they're killing me and I'm just like that has been me the last six or seven years and it's not me now oh, it, it's it, like I don't have any arm pain right now and I'm in no rush to go back to it cause it's just like they get to a certain level, and what they require at that level is a lot of like holding them in a push-up position, and then flipping them around, and cat. It's just holding kids, you know, that are holding a plank on your arm, like the instead of on the ground, their feet are on your hands. Uh, I don't miss it. Uh, and I don't blame you. I don't. Uh, I'm on the edge I... of another. Like it's gonna be another one of those years, probably next year, but not this year, and it's been pretty nice. I got to um, now. Well, let's see here. Would I? I, I no, I don't want a physical job. I'm I'm happy with sitting at a desk. I used to say. I initially I said like I don't know how to like can't 
can't live like this. I uh, don't know what to do with myself. That's pretty good, actually. Sitting yeah. down rocks. Yep. I get my running. I get all my, my movement in on the weekends. Ran seven miles yesterday. That's a decent amount. Hour and seven minutes. Seven miles. Well, how much? When's the when's the half marathon? Twenty second January. Okay, so you're you're like you're starting to really ramp it up. Seven miles is not nothing. You're still following that app, that guideline, right? No, I'm not not following an app. I'm 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 uh, following a uh, uh, the runnersworld.com slash uk uh, beginners half marathon training plan. And uh, it's really just a calendar. Um, I did uh, so. I did seven miles. I'm supposed to do two miles tomorrow. I'm a little sore, and I don't know if I've got that in me. I'm supposed to do six miles Thursday. With I thought four you miles. could do two miles standing on your head. Well, I um, I could do two miles no problem right now. I could like um, once this is over, I'm gonna start trying to get some like uh, like get some like times going like i'm gonna try to get like a my like fastest 5k try to get a uh see if see if i could um see if i could get a mile around like 6 30 i'd feel pretty good about that if i could like really go for it that's and and, and again that's not setting any sort of records but like personally that like a 6 30 mile would be really good because i don't know if i can ever be that fast actually but i'll tell you um i would like to run like a 54 minute 10k i think that's a good speed that was that's about as good as i ever got so i think if i can get back to there if i can get under 50 40, all right the what's what's a 45 minute 10k pace Seven fifteen a mile not a goddamn chance <laughs> I, that's gonna take me a year and i'm only getting older I'll be yeah. uh, I'll, uh, I'm going to be 35 uh not probably not by the time this episode comes out but it's close to shortly it. Th- shortly thereafter. And you know what you're right behind me so I am. I uh I'm, we're just in the group we're in the zone now. I, as soon as I turn like 31 or 32, I think I remember talking about this to you just like our birthdays do not matter again till we're 40. Like we are the same age now as we were six, 4 or 5 years ago. Like it doesn't matter. I saw uh, I saw Tim on Saturday. Tim's thirty nine now. Damn. Yeah, I always forgot that he was like much older than me. It was. We it wouldn't was have cool. even gone to high school together. It was cool. I was the youngest person in the group. Uh, did you go what, see what? LCD Sound System? I didn't know. I didn't go with them. We just uh, we just met up at the bar. But I, I saw uh, Steve. And I saw David French. Cool. It's a nice time. Soccer Steve, is he still playing in seven soccer leagues? He says he plays 20 games a week. Unbelievable. Not and I'm moaning, be- I'm moaning because I can't run three days a week. I'm, Jesus, uh, 20 uh, soccer games a week. Now, okay, he's, you know, he's playing those on turf. Um, and it's uh, it's not, uh, so he's not on asphalt, you know. He's also just more naturally more athletic than I am. He's better conditioned, you know. He doesn't have to. He doesn't feel like. Uh, doesn't have to get in the. Uh, not not fucking Tom Berenger in major league. Knees going like me. He had. I mean, I seem to remember when we were playing soccer with Soccer Steve. He had some like pretty major injury, and he just kept playing. He's. The, he was uh, just like, yeah, I broke my foot. And like, oh, you don't want to like maybe sit out a week or and like, ah, you know what? I found if I just play defense, I'm fine. 
Dang. Yeah, that it's. Uh, yeah, and then and then taking all the free kicks because you can't and and I can't either. Right, it's just too terrible of the game. I uh, yeah, there was that, nothing more dangerous in our rec soccer leagues than me just like lining up a free kick. Like this could go anywhere, and it won't go far. <laughs> he's not gonna fuck it up too far and just like oh they gotta throw in by their their goal like no this is going to midfield and it might fall at a defender's feet oh and you just like line one straight like waist high to like the Ugh. to like the first attacker and the center backs are like spread out 12 yards so he can just run straight through the middle Ugh. real good stuff really just like awful feeling and just like oh no Oh yeah, like when when yeah, Lauren was asking me Saturday night, just like, do you still play? Just like, no. I'm like, I don't have it in me. It's just like I used to, at the very least, be like, I could run a lot and I could point and yell. And now I've only got pointing and yelling. Like I don't have I don't have any skills on the ball. I didn't I didn't then, and I sure as shit don't now. It's only gotten worse. Well, I was a terrible goalie from jump street. And I just wanted to, I just thought it would be fun to like kind of learn and play. And then after two years, I was like, this is, I'm not having fun anymore. The game just happens too fast. It's just, it, the, the, it's, it's impossible to have fun when everyone's better than you. That's, that's the, that's it. That's really it. I I remember this one game we played where like, I guess that they just have like, all right, there's eight of us. You four will play up front for the first half, and we'll play in the back, and then we'll just switch those four. Because I remember we were playing like a 1-1 draw through half, and then when we switched sides, it was just like I guess those guys who were playing defense just stayed down there, and they were the attackers, and they were so much better than the guys that I went against in the first half and drew 1-1. And they put up like like genuinely like six goals on me. And it, it was just all just like there's no offsides, so like, oh, we got to steal inside the, the, you know, defending third. Turn around. Oh, this guy's just standing at the goalpost behind the goalie, and the goalie's defending the guy with the ball. Let me just poke it over his head. And it was just like goal after goal. I remember one of the goals, they had the ball. It was rolling towards me, and he did the, the fake. He, like, went to kick it and just stopped, and the ball just kept rolling the way it was. And I fucking dove like crazy, and it just, like, Watching that ball roll in and it just got faked out of my fucking shoes. Felt bad. Uh, we are actually, my birthday is also coming up on the anniversary of the time that um, I played in goal in fleece gloves uh, because that's all I had. Um, and our goalkeeper was uh, busy doing something else. Um, and I lost 8 uh, nil on my <laughs> birthday uh, playing in goal. All eight goals, not all, not all eight were entirely my fault, but um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say six of those were preventable. But I also once played a three-three draw the entire time in goal, and it was exhilarating. I went crazy that game. When it's going well for you in goal, people will just like say stuff about your ability that is just absolutely oh. not true. People can't believe it right. <laughs> when you're when you're making when you're making saves it, like, you know, it, anything if you're like uh, anything like full extension or anything where like someone shoots hard and like like, you know, it'll come off your bent knee so it doesn't like hurt at all. You know, it just like it basically just hits a hard surface and deflects. It like doesn't sting at all. Um, 
you know, like those uh, that that people are really impressed by that kind of thing. Just guessing right when you like lay out and get like one hand, like the ones I found that would always give me a compliment, which is like diving to my left the way I preferred to dive and just getting one hand to it and knocking it around the back of the post. Oh, being right-handed and diving to your right feels bad. I don't know how. Uh, I don't know how you uh, fix that. I like. I can. I feel like I can dive to my left. Not great at the moment, just because I don't really move well laterally. Uh, I also just found that in that league, got a bad lower back. In the leagues we played in, most people didn't challenge me like high. Nobody was trying to like kick the ball to the top of the post, which was really what you should have been doing against me. Like just because I could like jump and obviously I could hit the top crossbar, but I have to jump for it. I'm fucking short. Like I'm jumping. So if you just blasted one, like just tried to put it right under that top crossbar, like even if I got a hand to it, it was probably going in. Those are the ones that I always hated with somebody from like fucking midfield just putting one on goal as hard as they fucking could. And if they were good, like I can't get to that. Like you, you're just going to score. Yeah, tracking ball flight um, is harder than you would imagine, turns out. Some of them will get a little knuckle to them. It's just like, yeah. I always found it very difficult. Like once that thing gets to like terminal velocity and it's whistling, I'm I'm useless. Uh, how have you have you like watched the World Cup games since you're at home? I watch, um, uh, I watch if as much of them as I can, but uh, too much of my job involves constantly being on the phone. Mm. So um, I. Uh, also, I got to rearrange my desk in a way that makes it more conducive to that. I got to get this monitor. I got to get this suspended in the air so I can lift it higher. And then so I can no. Get, I can get two laptops in front of me. So no. Um, I did not see a second of the Croatia game today. I managed to catch a bit of the Brazil game. Um, but what was the final score in Bra- that game? I think it was 4-0. Okay. I think it was all the goals in the first half. Yeah, they just kept scoring in the first half. A lot of mismatches in the round of... Oh, 4-1. 4-1 in the end. They got one back. Yeah. Comeback was on. Uh, Spain-Portugal's coming up. That should be fun. I think that's tomorrow. Uh, ooh, really, really hoping um, we can get, uh, get uh, Portugal out of this thing. I think Spain should handle it. I think Spain looked really good. I think they have a shot to win this whole thing. I think it's probably Brazil again this year, though. It's been a couple cycles since they've won. Like, it's time. They're due. Um, I hate the idea of Neymar winning because I just don't just don't like him. But, um, uh, but I mean, like, you, the, that's just the, the way it goes. Like, there's every team has at least one guy I don't like. Actually, does the, do, do I hate anyone in the France team? Not really. I suppose I like uh, the French players. Hugo Lloris already has uh, a medal, so. But, I mean, uh, England uh, would involve, uh, um, you know, Harry Kane would have a World Cup winner's medal. Can we live with that? But Bukayo Saka would have a World Cup winner's medal. Aaron Ramsdale would have one, despite... The fact that he'll play zero minutes this tournament. Ben White, I imagine, would get one, even though he's gone home for personal reasons. 
There was a second there where I thought that this was going to be like a totally bought and paid for World Cup. It was like Argentina lost to Saudi Arabia in the first game. It was like, uh oh. And then, like, didn't Iran tie England the next night? No, uh, England smoked Iran 6 2. Okay, then Iran played somebody and, like, got a, like didn't do poorly in their first game. Didn't they draw with. Yeah, they got a tie against America. No, we reason. We were. We, we, we made it out of the group by beating them. Wait, one nil so then Iran played Wales, and they they must have drawn with Wales. Yeah, they? well, Wales, as it turns out, stunk. And then there was a minute there where it was just like, did they just like put a World Cup in Qatar, and they're just like paying off everybody to win? It's like how fucking how long could the World Cup have gone with Iran just like not losing and Saudi Arabia just not fucking losing, and they're in the round of sixteen, and now they're in the round of eight. It's just like how, and I'm talking like obvious cheating, like like offside calls where there's not offside calls. How how many rounds could they get to before like everybody stopped watching? That um, you know what I've I I really liked um is the clips of um weird English guys uh the the one the one English guy in Arabic saying free Palestine. Yeah, he's just, when he's just like. Uh, Did you see the reporter after he said that too? <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna get me fucking fired. Uh there, there's, uh, oh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, clips of. Um, no, no, that. don't free Palestine. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of clips of like Israeli journalists going around, and they're just, uh, and they're just like, oh, what, we're just like, uh, I'm with whatever in in Israel, and they're just like, oh. Ah, I can't. <laughs> Just and walking away. I'm surprised they're allowed in. In a, into the uh, Islamic Republic of, of 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 Qatar. Yeah, right. It's like, hey, nobody from Israel's allowed over. I guess that they've kind of just maybe listen, you know what? Listen, if that's, you're having a World Cup, you're letting that everybody was, come. That's well, that's where they drew the line. Where it's just like we can't guarantee the safety of of uh, of of any uh, uh, gay or uh, uh, transgender people, um, and certainly not if they uh, display anything openly. Um, no one is allowed to have alcohol inside the stadium, but um, but but we got we guys, you gotta let. Yeah, let Israeli journalists in. Just like I know, I know what they. I know that they um, helped cover up a, a murder of a, you know, a bunch of children and a, a targeted killing of a of a journalist. But um, so like we gotta we gotta let them. We can't risk it. Not with all this Kanye stuff. Uh, I, apparently, the no alcohol in the stadium wasn't that like a last minute thing. Like I thought, yeah. They, and they were just yeah. like, "Nah, fuck you! If you want to have the World Cup, you're not drinking." And then everybody just kind of fell in line because what are they? What are you gonna do? You're gonna get arrested oh, if you drink. Yeah. So yeah, fucking you, funny. Where, They've just where, like where, for years been like, "No, no, you can. No, it's fine. You can, listen. Everybody's gonna be allowed to drink. Like nobody wants the drinking more than me. You guys spend. You Americans spend a lot of money when you're drinking." You Europeans spent a lot of money. They're like, yeah. And then at the last fucking minute, it's like, no, fuck you. Um, breaking news. Um, Odell Beckham is at the Mavericks game uh, with Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs. Uh-oh. Do you even need Odell Beckham? Uh, 
Yes. Okay. I think so. You think Beckham is better than Gallup? Uh, no, I think he's better than Noah Brown. Um, I guess you could, I don't know. It's dumb. He's not going to make a difference. He, uh, I, I think, um, I think he's washed. He was good last year. At the end of last year? He was fine at the end of last year, yeah. But then he he's was, had he, fucking surgery since. Yeah, he got hot at the end of last year. Um, when I, the Betting him scoring the first touchdown, as I've mentioned in multiple episodes, is the most exciting thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> I got I had a bad beat yesterday. You won like $11. Game. Just like, Fuck I, won fi- I won $50 on that. Fuck you! <laughs> but at least you placed the bet. I, I, I'm, I always think to Mike Whalen, Pied Piper, bring us all into that that two leg did, parlay, did, and didn't, didn't actually even, participate in the Whalen parlay. Like it was one thing because he said, I remember now. He said that he put it was it was Georgia money line, and what was the other money line on that? Um, uh, Raiders money line, right? Because we could get it for like plus four hundred, right? And I remember he he said that it was like on a. He just told somebody on, like, a card that he gave them. Same it, old Chargers, same old dogs. And, and, but, like, after that, once the excitement started picking up and everybody in our Discord made the bet, that he still didn't bet it then. It was so fucking so, – just the, a maestro. The Whalen Parlay I, – I, I know that we, we really romanticized this thing where we almost won $80, but like, – <laughs> Which, by the way, like I came, I came extremely close to last night, um, and and felt nothing. I was disappointed, <laughs> obviously, but like last night, I bet um, Gallup. I I did a my cowboy stack of um, uh, uh, Tony Pollard anytime touchdown, CD Lamb anytime touchdown, CD over fifty, Cowboys to cover minus eleven and a half, and Dak over two twenty five, and Dak only threw for Dak threw for three touchdowns, but he only threw for one seventy. Man, he had they a goal really, ball. They he had a goal ball down the side where um, I I I said that um, the refs cost me because um, uh, Noah Brown had a, a DPI go against him, but he he wrapped his arms around the the DB and brought him down. So I I it was actually offensive pass interference. <laughs> uh, last night the the Cowboys looked like like they played in a different league. They were just like every time. Somebody the second the half was, their, the, it was rough. The second half was crazy. They the, just the, kept the first ripping half, the ball were, away. Just like no problem. Every time these punks touch the ball, we're going to rip it out of their hands. Five turnovers they forced yesterday. Oof. And it like how the, many Matt of them Ryan, were just like r- receiver holding onto the ball rip? They're getting too good at it. We have the 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 Kids coming out of college now, they don't, they don't, they don't, they only know about, uh, uh, TikTok dances. They don't know about ball security. Yeah. It's this never would have happened to Wayne Corbett. Yeah. I, I, they taught him that at Hofstra. You like to hit the whoa. I like to say, whoa, I'll see you at the bank or something to that effect. You understand. Yeah, it's, I they uh, um, my boy said I never see you at the club. I said I never see you at the bank. <laughs> one of the funniest phrases. That's another world. one of the things that I heard you say, and I say I've stolen. I've taken. I say. Well, that that's not something I. That's that's something I heard I read. it from you. 
it's a I fun learned thing it to from say. you. It's a fun thing to say to people who like also like are, are, haven't spent nearly as much time online. So it's just like, what does that mean? It's a funny thing to say when people ask you to go to the bar and you don't want to. And you get, like, pushback. You're just like, listen, man, like, I don't really feel like going out tonight. Like, I don't want to do this whole thing. And then if there's pushback, you say, uh, you know, then you get a good laugh out of it. It's like, yeah, well, I'll see you at the bank. Brendan, I have to say, I think your your boys have a pretty good chance against this Tom Brady fella. Uh, I'm so mad week. that we've lost – that the Niners have lost two starting quarterbacks this year. Like, what are you supposed to do? They're always so injured. All the teams I root for, like, Joel Embiid, is it playoff time? Because when it is, he'll break his face. Yeah, well, Done the that twice. Is that he likes to wear that, that thing. Um, nobody, but, likes uh, that. nobody likes the, the masks, Mike. Everybody hates masks. We got to get rid of these masks. We gotta get. It'd be funny to become like now become. We gotta get rid of these masks, guy. <laughs> um. Anyway, the uh, the Saints are up thirteen three on the the Buccaneers. Uh, there's eight fifty eight left, and it looks like New Orleans is on Tampa's nineteen yard line. They're on the sixteen now. Um. Yeah, I, I don't think the the the, the Buccaneers uh have died. Uh, the thing is, the Saints. I know that the Saints are also like their bogey team, so it's like hard to say that this is. Um, yeah, but they're at home. They have three points. They got fucking owned last week too, didn't they? Until the very, very end, like they looked like shit, is what I mean. Until the very end, when they snuck away with a win. Who did they play again last week? Uh, I know it was not like a banner performance. Week twelve. This will also, I think, move the Saints into. Oh, they lost twenty three seventeen. No, they have eight losses. I don't think it matters. Oh wait, the, oh this this will only move the Bucks to five and seven. Right, they'll still be in first. I think okay. they had a two game cushion on whoever was just below them. I guess that. Um... Yeah, last week they they lost twenty three seventeen to the, the the Browns on three special on three defensive turnovers. I, they had a scoop and score, a pick six, and I think a punt return. That stat that Matt posted about the Broncos, that like teams uh, were like, let me let me pull that up. Let me, um, let me uh, let me pull that up. Yeah, Jamie. Uh, before Sunday, NFL teams were 0-206 since 1995 when committing two turnovers, forcing none, and failing to exceed 10 points, according to Pro Football Reference. The Ravens made it 1-206 by beating <laughs> the Broncos in this game. In the entire history of the league, which dates back to 1920, teams are 8-325-1, a .025 win percentage, in those games before Baltimore added to the win column Sunday. That was... When committing two turnovers, forcing no turnovers, and failing to exceed 10 points. That's so yeah. fucking funny. <laughs> Oops. They Somebody said that if the Broncos had just been able to score like 16 points a game, they'd be like 9-3 and three or something like that. It was like such a good record for so few points. Their defense is outstanding. Patrick Sertan, come to Dallas. They even traded Bradley Chubb, and they're still really good. 
And it's just like, it's so, I mean, we fucking watched Russ videos like two episodes ago or something like that. Like, it is all on his shoulders. Is it the worst, it, was that the worst trade in NFL history? It it certainly looks that way. I also tweeted on the opening weekend, Nathaniel Hackett, Hackett belongs in prison. <laughs> and that, that remains true. But the two of them going down together is is fantastic. It would be awesome if this time with the Broncos keeps Russ out of the Hall of Fame. Can you imagine if it just goes that bad for like three years? What if he goes three and fourteen for like three consecutive years? I mean, he can't the, be a they, Bronco next year, no matter what happens. Like they have to get rid of him, but nobody will take him. So like he's going to be a bench warmer. Like what are they going to do? He's got to compete for a job next year. They're so much that they invested in him they signed they him don't... to a new like quarter billion dollar contract but like well, you got you gotta like who's gonna a they're, they're fully just... guaranteed five-year 230 million dollar deal who's gonna who's gonna take him in this condition <laughs> he's probably got like a like there's probably a no trade clause or like a where like a like a certain list of teams like the same way that he had like his list of places that he'd be willing to go you know prior it was like you know Miami and Dallas or whatever oh my god this contract and then they traded just like a bunch of first round picks for him didn't they uh, it has to be the the worst trade and I, like this is like I, I got to see the, the picks involved before I start calling it the Herschel Walker trade, but I have a feeling it was just like that. I think it was like multiple first round picks. You know, I heard that like European internet has just such a small, fewer ads that it's so much faster than ours. And I can't see how that wouldn't be true because my God, any time I load like a major site, it's just like, um, agreed to trade Russell Wilson and Bronco get three players picks in exchange for Russell Wilson uh, Drew Locke Noah Fant Shelby Harris two first round picks number nine overall and number nine overall and 2023 two second round picks a fifth round pick two first two seconds and a fifth so <laughs> So the Seahawks have the Broncos fucking first round pick this year. <laughs> that's that's the best part of this. They got the number 9 overall pick for them last year. They get this this that they're going to be like a top 3 pick this year. They're fucking terrible. Yeah, the um Yeah, the uh the, the Seahawks are uh <laughs> positioned very well. Right, and they can also and, take their time on quarterback because Geno Smith seems like he's made that like Alex Smith turn in his career. We're like, yeah, for, he's pretty good. He's good. He's fine. Threw for three sixty-seven yesterday. I I think I remember that correctly. Right, he's an upper half quarterback for sure. He's not like it doesn't seem like most games. He's not, I don't think he's gonna go win anybody a playoff game, but like he's gonna play in that playoff game because he's good enough and he took him there. That's right. Um, yeah, were, I don't I. I I it turns out I just hated like Russell Wilson because like now the Seahawks team like looking over at them I'm just like I'm not mad about their success I kind of like all their players I like Geno I like the running back Kenny Walker 
Yeah. He's, he's really fun to watch. He's DK Metcalf like, kind of right. Kind of embarrassing. Uh, Tyler Lockett is cool. I think is DK Metcalf embarrassing. Uh, he, it mostly just because he had that pacifier mouth guard that I just couldn't stand looking at. <laughs> okay, that's um, fine. I I uh, think he's fine. He he had that. He had like I liked that he was like underrated pre-draft because every, he just like it was the biggest man of all time, just like the most jack dude you've ever seen, and he ran faster than anyone. But somehow all of the draft people were just like, "Listen, he's a one-trick he, pony, though. He's huge. He, and he can only run straight and fast." And just like, "Well, he's like, damn. If only that were valuable in some way." <laughs> It's like how did nobody? How did so many receivers go before him? He's fucking <laughs> enormous, and he runs so fast. And it's so funny because like you see everybody fuck that up, and then you watch a game, and the first thing you say when you see him play is like, "Damn, that guy's fast." <laughs> <laughs> and like it's just like so funny that I mean, there's no way that anybody looked like his college tape looked. Anywhere close to his, and somehow it's just like, yeah, but he can't turn right. Yeah, like, what are you fucking talking about? Just like we can, we can design an offense in which <laughs> you have to double cover this guy, and op- that which opens up the rest of the field because he will outrun anyone covering him. <laughs> and just, or just maybe throw him to the ground in the first five yards when you're allowed to just toss your defender. It's like nobody's ever gonna push up on him because he's fucking enormous. Yeah, that's I. I really. I, I. That always makes me laugh. Thinking back on that draft. I'll tell you this though. Cowboys are coming for these damn Eagles. Cowboys look good. Eagles look good too. I, I in my opinion, before Jimmy G got hurt, it was those three teams uh, with the Niners. Those three teams: Eagles, Cowboys, Niners. Uh, and, and I'd say. Any of those three would win the NFC, and it won't be anybody else. But now that Jimmy's out, I think it's I think it's one of those two teams in the East. I don't know if I actually believe that the Cowboys can pass the Eagles at this point, just because it's getting towards the end here. I don't we think got... they're going to catch them for the division, but I think they could win a playoff game. Yeah, the only trouble is uh, you got to go to Philly. You, you get that wild card game. Yeah, you got to go to Philadelphia. You don't get a you don't get a home playoff game. Um, but. I mean, fat lot of good. That uh, the the 49ers per, uh, are are a particularly bad matchup <laughs> for the Cowboys, and a lot of people said that, and I and I just went no no no, no. this is the 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 Cowboys were limped into the playoffs last year. This year, I mean, granted, there's still a couple weeks to go here, but like they they're they're getting stronger. Um, apart from that Packers loss, which is which was a fucking disaster. Uh, yeah, but every team is like, I I think back to the beginning of the season, the Niners lost like to the Broncos in Denver in just like, they scored like six points and the Broncos scored nine. Like it was terrible. And the first game of the year was like on a slip and slide in Chicago. And you know, those, those two games are going to prove to be pretty important come the end of the year. The, uh, you know, the Cowboys currently, they have the best point difference in the league. Um, they have scored only the only five points less than this uh, uh, this uh, much talked about Eagles offense. 
It's funny to pretend to, to act like no one talks about how the Cowboys' offense is good. They scored fifty four <laughs> last night, and like no one's no one's paying attention to us. You know who's gonna sneak up on everybody? You know, who's, yeah. You know what? A lot of people a lot of people aren't saying this, but the Cowboys, uh, yeah, they, I, they've scored they scored like two hundred points in the last like uh, five weeks, <laughs> like, um, but uh, only allowed two oh six, which is well, the Niners have only allowed one ninety. And the Buccaneers have allowed two oh three. All right, so the the third best in the NFC. Bills two oh nine. Nobody can play defense in the AFC. No, they can't. The, the Chiefs actually have a pretty decent defense this year. They've allowed two hundred and seventy points. Um, which is actually compared to the rest of the AFC. Solid, but um, but compared to like the NFC teams, that's that would be the worst in the NFC East. Um, is this game over? Is this New Orleans game over? No, not yet. Not I'm yet. In, I, but it's a, a third. It's a thirteen point game with six fifty four left, and the Saints have the ball, but. I'm in a very close matchup with Seth. If Chris Olave scores a touchdown here, he'll probably beat me. I'm, he's, well, he's down by six. I need this to stay above 500. I have scored the most points in the league, so if Seth beats me, this will be a pretty big bad beat. Because I have the most points in the league this week. Um, I've never seen... Your team took such a nosedive, but it's somehow the- in this league... You've had two weeks where you absolutely just blew the doors off, and they were both against me. Um, you had two be- massive, massive weeks. It's because I have um, the Cowboys defense, who and and I have Tony Pollard, and everyone else is a massive disappointment to me because I invested heavily in the Chargers offense, who are yeah. dog shit. Yeah, it's been rough. But – but my, uh, but I not think... Eckler. But not Eckler. The no. rest of the Chargers' offense. I have, and I, I had Travis Etienne, who had some big weeks, and last week was not a good week. When they got fucking ruined by the Lions, Mark Andrews is, uh, you know, has uh, been relatively boom and bust this year since he got. Um, is is he hurt? He left yeah, that one game. He, he, he left that one like game injured, and he, he being the NFL, no one's ever a hundred percent as 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 gets said constantly. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Now there's a player. Huh. He got me thirty four point six, pretty good. But uh, but but yeah, like the, there's I I my first overall was Herbert. Um, I took uh, I took uh, Keenan Allen. I I have. The uh, you know Debo's been hurt, Mark Andrews has been hurt. Um, My first three picks were Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, AJ Brown, and they've all been pretty good. Yeah, well, that's that's you just hit with those first three and you're cruising. No, I hit with every. I like I have a good team. I have a very well rounded but not like exceptional team. I, I, I think I have a chance to win our free fantasy football league. And win $0. And win $0. My other league is actually a, a funny thing happened today, or I guess Sunday. 
this guy, everybody, you're told to pick a city um, in a region and then name your team after that city. So the, the region I got was like the greater north. So I picked Calgary. And my team is the Calgary Cucks. And uh, I'm playing the Las Vegas Penny Sluts, who last year in the offseason in this dynasty, like, $200 league, went out of their way to buy low on Deshaun Watson. Like, like as soon as, like, it was, it, it was almost, like, too close to all the allegations. It was like he was he had been waiting for this. Um, so he buys them, and he's sitting on them all week. And this is the first week Deshaun Watson could have been active. And he activated them. You know he did. Over Jared Goff and Derek Carr, who um, both had significantly better weeks. Someone so the, really trying to prove a point. So this guy is 7-5, and five, right on the cusp of a playoff. If he wins this, he's probably got the sixth seed locked up. Uh, or at least going into next week would have would have been in, in the front runner for making the playoffs. Instead, he's he's lost this game. He he started Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson got four points. Jared Goff got like 25 and a half. So it, the extra 21 points. Oh, you know what? Now he still would have lost. It wouldn't have mattered. He would have lost by one. But like until just now when Leonard Fournette made that last carry, he would have beaten me. And just like, what an idiot. Why would you start this man in his first game back? Just, it's really great the way karma takes a nice path every once in a while. Because this guy's kind of a prick. I yeah I I gathered listen, I know uh in, in one of the this is certainly an instance where you can use the term virtue signaling um drafting Deshaun Watson and then making a big deal about starting him at the first opportunity is a form of of virtue signaling <laughs> he it, it's different than that because this is a dynasty league so somebody signed Deshaun Watson. He's got two years left on his deal, so two years ago they signed him to like a big contract, and they front-loaded it, and they had the two $19 years left, which is like above average, but like not that expensive, and would have really weighed the team that he was on down if he were like out for – it was a real buy low. And so he's had to just sit with this guy on his roster for like longer – like you drafted your team in September. This guy has been looking at Deshaun Watson on his team since fucking like May or June. It's been all year. Um, and it, it bit him in the ass. He is now I, missed. He's now at seven and six with five other teams vying for one spot next week. And good luck. Uh, Will Brinson from football talking about uh, the Cowboys playoffs uh, chances. We are careening towards a 6-11 and Panthers team starting Sam Darnold and hosting the Dallas Cowboys pass rush as a 42-point underdog in a playoff game. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, somebody post, I saw somebody on Twitter post, like, DJ Moore's got his best stats when it's Sam Darnold. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. That's not really... Doesn't seem like a... a oof. Maybe it, it was it, the Matt Rule problem. How did it feel having your team tear apart Jeff Saturday? Um, that was pretty cool. He he didn't he I, he didn't look like he had many answers there. God, I really wish they beat the Eagles though. Um, but not but, that he didn't look like it. He didn't have any answers. 
the the first half uh well we, we were we were getting we were getting striped uh which is the term that um uh cowboy stats and graphics um was using because last year the cowboys wore this stupid red stripe on their helmets during the broncos game it was like the first time since 1976 so they did like so it had like the you know the red white and blue stripe on the helmet and it was just like this looks like shit and they went out and and just were awful against the broncos (laughs) just had nothing it was like after being like a buzzsaw for like the first seven weeks last year whatever it was and then they went out and just couldn't do anything against the Broncos. And um, and then everyone collectively said, well, we're never wearing that helmet again. And then they brought it back this year. <laughs> and I just going like, I can't believe we're doing the stripe. And then like that Cowboys go out first drive three and out, you know, uh, Colts tear through Dallas, get held to a field goal, but, you know, go up 3-0. And I just saw uh, Cowboy stats and graphics just go, we're getting striped. <laughs> but um, that was that was good. Um, it's hard hard to find anything negative to say about a 54-19. Yeah, I mean, you're trying too hard. I really – that's a uh... – I've really been enjoying I, the Philly sports radio lately because, like, people are still finding stuff to complain about. And just like, that's going to come up in the playoffs. And if they don't think that is, it's like, shut the fuck up, dude. That I was on the, I was on the Cowboys. 12 and 1. I was on the Cowboys subreddit and somebody uh, just posts, like, a, how do you guys think feel about this season? It's just like, I think we're good except for the small mistakes. Like, yeah, that's what everybody fucking thinks. <laughs> like, that's what everyone thinks about any team that's good. Just like I'm worried, I'm worried about the uh, I'm worried about the problems. Just like yeah, that's what. (laughs) Yes, and the problems are well documented. Shut up. Yeah, it's the the the, that's true of uh, uh, for the same reasons that Cowboys fans believe that like they will completely fall apart in the playoffs. It's the same like the uh, the how the Eagles struggle to close out games. You know how they let teams back in. I'm sure their fans are like. As good as they probably feel about uh, about their record, I know that that eats at them. And they think if we ever really – if we run into anybody, like, properly good, they're, we're not going to get let off the hook with that. I'm sure that that eats at them. Except there's been very almost no proof up to this point that they can't do it. I've only lost once. <laughs> so <laughs> – like there's there's more evidence that they're not that they that they can that this is sustainable. Uh yes, yeah, and it's just like, can they do it in the playoffs? Like I don't know, man. We'll see when we get there. Like shut it turns up. out. It turns out if your offense is extremely good, it doesn't matter if your defense gives up a fair amount of points. <laughs> I just. The, it's just the amount of sports talk radio people that call in and like you listen to them for like 30 seconds you're like these guys just want somebody to talk to this is just a lonely person let's see here we're still 16-3 three minutes to go oh my god it's 16-9 uh oh Brendan game yeah, on they just scored a touchdown uh oh! At least it wasn't Leonard Fournette, because then Seth would have beaten me. My television's behind me, as I mentioned. Even though I have no excuse to not have the game on my two monitors. Yo, anyway, I really, this show, 
I really need the dog shit Saints to sit on this ball for three minutes, or Seth's going to come back on me right on air. I, I've been thinking about the name Zonovan Knight for a few days now. <laughs> <laughs> My nephew, Zonovan. <laughs> Zonovan. <laughs> uh, I was also thinking of that community clip today with the Dalmatian where the Dean looks at the video and like side eyes it and he like makes a suspicious face. He goes, I hope this doesn't awaken oh, no. anything in me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a very hand it's like a very hunky man just painted up like a Dalmatian, kinda like crawling at the camera. I, I watched that like fifteen times today. Mm. I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. By the way, I'm I, I don't there's there's a lot of channels in the Dismal Tide uh, 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 Discord, so I get to some things occasionally six days after the fact. As I'm just now reading through the hockey channel, uh, as I click around, uh, seeing that uh, Crystal Tang suffered a second stroke uh, of his NHL career, and I just saw Whalen say, I got this text to me during an observe lesson and softly did a what looking at my Apple Watch. I think my professor thinks my mom died. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I I watch the Devils play every Thursday, and when I put when I put the Devils on, I go into the hockey cha- uh, channel on the Discord, and I say, our Devils, something to that effect. Yeah, wait for the Devils to win. It's five, 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 three. Our Devils. All right, back to jacking off. <laughs> back to whatever I was doing. Done, done with hockey. Um, I, I was talking to somebody. I forget who I was talking about, but I, I said I really hope that the person who taught that guy how credit card works, how credit cards work like, realized how important the conversation he was having to him was. Like, I really hope he treated that conversation with the gravity it deserved. I was saying of a man who had accumulated uh, a ton of credit card debt. Just, like, just like imagining, like, having that conversation to a future gambler, like, teaching him how to play blackjack, just, like, set to music. Just just got to add some drama to it. Uh, so I was wondering what would be the important conversation. What... What, com- what what do you remember from when you were a kid where you're just like, man, I hope this doesn't – just like awoke something in you? Because I was thinking of like a gymnastics coach. We were like just sitting on a break, and he was t- he taught me how to play poker. And then it, that was like when I was 14, and I was just like obsessed with it for like five years after that. Like he did not realize how expensive that lesson was to me. He didn't realize what he was doing. Do you have anything that comes to mind when you when, when I say something like that? Oh, like the, the first person who showed you like the best show and he was like, nah, I've just pretty much like created a personality for this kid for the next three years. Yeah, you know, it's oh – God, I, I wonder if I've ever taught an important lesson to anybody. Uh, I mean I work with kids. I know I have. Just Just in the mix a lot, you know? Dispensing important advice. Yeah, I some kid got her car broken into the other day. She was like 17, and I was like, listen, you're an adult now. You're going to realize how dog shit the police are about everything that has to do with your, what you're about to go through. Like, they're not going to have any ideas. You're going to have to do all the investigation yourself if there is one. They might go across the street and look at the cameras for you, maybe. 
I wonder if um I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, mostly because I've spent so little time talking to children. I've been no, trying to get out. No, not have you been that guy. What were what was one that you had done to you? We're just like, man, if this guy realized that him teaching me just a little bit about stocks was going to get me into Bitcoin, and and I would lose a fortune. Um, I should really be pretending in the Discord more often that I lost a fortune on on uh, altcoins. I should just. I should really be pretending I got hosed for like thirty grand. I, Liam, I Liam would gobble it up. Liam would eat it up. I love telling people that I sold all I that I bought all my crypto for thirty dollars and I sold it all for twenty nine dollars. <laughs> Making me like genuinely like a top five percent crypto trader. <laughs> yeah. That, for I, sure. I, that I that I only lost one dollar. <laughs> I'm up there. Um, but the, um, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think, um, I do end up, uh, quoting my dad's friend, Sean all the time for, uh, constantly saying nothing but time and opportunity. Um, <laughs> although not always in a serious manner, it's usually like some, when anyone talks about, uh, just like, uh, be like, I'm going to buy a gun. Just like, listen, nothing but time and opportunity, man. <laughs> like it's always okay it can apply to basically anything you want it to um oh you know what um similarly uh similarly my dad's friend pat uh i remember we were uh we were driving our trucks on the beach in north carolina um you can do that down there it's not not like you know it's not like seaside you know you know not like plowing through people just like these are like Closed beaches. You can they're, they're, you just drive around. Some wild horses out there. Like Kerala. Up the north end of the north uh, outer banks. Pretty nice, as I recall. Um we were driving around and we bring the trucks back. Um my nineteen ninety Suzu Trooper. Um and I'm washing it in the driveway and I'm washing the sides of it and the top of it is still filthy and, and Pat just goes like, What are you doing? Just like but he's just like, why didn't you wash the top of the truck first? Just like I'm get, he's like I'm getting to it, and he's just like, he's like, do you wash your body before you wash your hair? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, I, I never thought, I never really thought about it that way. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you dispense some real wisdom for you there. Mike's yeah. starting at the bottom. Going to the top, just everything's getting dirty as you wash yourself. It's just you gotta go back to the bottom again. <laughs> I guess I was, um, I don't know, shit. That's very funny. Maybe that wasn't. No, I was gonna say I'm just like 18, but like that. I don't know if it could be that late. It might have been slightly before that. Maybe I was just washing his truck. I don't remember. You learned. I learned. Um, all right, we're at a hundred minutes. I think I think we can call it. We can call it. We got uh, the Saints have the ball. At, oh, I might at, as well get, as, do Seth the respect of staying on, and keeping this podcast going. So if he does pass me and beat me, he'll do it live on air. I can do it. Let's that keep favorite. it going. I'm gonna read a tweet. 
Oh, Somebody said. Oh, we just got the the the, the standings updates from the uh, the Mega Vault League, and I uh, regret to inform you that I fucking kick ass. Oh my goodness, I'm up by eleven points. This is so good. The burners are back, baby. I'm gonna send you a picture of the standings. You can look at it. I'm gonna look at it. Will I believe it? Well, let's see. Oh no, I can't send it like that. Damn, Matt's drinking a Voodoo Ranger Experimental IPA. All right. Even though this is ordinarily not something I would text to you because it's very stupid, I'm gonna text it to you. <laughs> Everyone in the chat is drinking Voodoo Ranger all the time, except for me. I feel like an asshole. Oh, I'm not drinking right now, Mike. Is that right? Not as a rule, but I really don't drink anymore. <laughs> not as a rule. Yeah, I, if, I'm going to get drunk a few times in San Francisco, but like on any given day of the week, like you know me, you've seen me, you live with me. Like I don't just usually have like a beer to unwind. No, uh, I, I gotta say I'm in a in a similar position, although I'm fatter than ever. I'm 178 pounds right now, which is for me really pushing it. Um, as a as someone who was like a lifelong, even like three years ago, like 165. I am my fatter leg, than ever my, as well, Michael. My legs are stronger. I have actually gained muscle in areas, but not in enough areas. Um, it, if I can direct your your attention to the standings, the burner boys in first place is me. And I, I think that it's oh, I'm always going to have a fantasy basketball team named the Burner Boys because the Brian Colangelo having five Burner Twitter accounts and he was just talking shit on the Sixers and the Sixers fans is just always going to be the funniest thing that's ever happened. I, I'll never get over it. It was so fucking funny. Um, the New Popes, I just want to read some of these names now. The New Popes is, is Waylon, which is just a tremendous team name as well. All of his team names are good. Yeah. The, the the Chic Freaks Boutique is, is a fun one as well. And the other ones are whatever. But, like, half the people who are in this league have been on our podcast. But I'm winning. I'm, 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 I'm the best. All right. I don't know. I'm probably going to cut that out from the end. Have a good uh, two weeks, everybody. <laughs>